<laughs> Do it again. What's up, everybody? We have to say three, two, one again. Three, two, one. Yay. <laughs> What's up, guys? Um, it's cold in our house, if you can't tell from our outfits. It is. It was 37 degrees this morning in Los Angeles, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, last night I got a notification on my phone. I was like, oh, like, could be... Uh, Freezing temperatures in the San Fernando Valley. So I had, we had to go into the, our studios in the garage. So we had to I had to take a couple of guitars out because um, my Stratocaster has a little crack in the neck, and I don't want it getting too cold. Um, oh, so it'll snippety snap. But welcome back, uh, our beautiful new cameraman. Not new as today. Like he was here before Keegan. He came over today. We haven't seen him in a while. And he brought us a Christmas gift. A Christmas gift. A we haven't seen him since since before Christmas. So he said it would be fun to open on the podcast. Here we go. We're going to see. Apparently, we'll there's one for each of, of us. Look, oh! Looks like fabric. It looks, it looks fun. Here, give me one of them. <laughs> there it is. Oh! Ho, 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 ho. Yeah! Wow! Let's go! Wow! Let's go! These are Guinness <laughs> shirts. Hey! That's fucking awesome. These are winners for sure. You guys know how much we like Guinness in this household. Damn. He, I heart, but the heart is a shamrock, Guinness, and what the hell? Toucan Sam Guinness, you know? When you put, I don't understand that. I, if there's a joke there, I'm missing it completely. I don't either. But I, but like, I it. like the fucking I shirt. Like it. Hey, it's just thanks, a bunch Keegan. Of, yeah, dude. Thank you. Damn, he found these at thrift stores. That's very nice. That's really you, cool, Keegan. That's awesome, of dude. Us. Hey, Merry Christmas. At home, back in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Wow, all the way from East. Those are. Nice. Uh, Hell yeah. Well, I can't wear anything but black because I sweat through everything that I own. Black, too. There's I've One time I had a very nice Dickies shirt that was gifted to me, and David wore it once, and I it was permanently stained. No, I, and I, I had wore to give more, it back. I wore it more than once. I wore it <laughs> Well, but anyway, it's David's shirt now. I don't, there's a word for it. Um, there's like a name for it, but... I, I'll just David talk about has it. chronic sweaty pits. Dude, pretty much. <laughs> like right now, guess what? I'm wearing a hat and I'm wearing a sweatshirt. I'm kind of cold. I am sweating. Like my armpits are sweating. I, I don't know what it is. I know people have it. I've said this to people and they're like, I have the same thing. And a lot of the times when they like, oh yeah, me too. I'm like, no, like not like me. Like I'm I like what are you doing? Colin's calling me. Go oh. ahead. Oh. Just showing everybody. Um I Really? Keegan just said Sam has it. I not like me. I <laughs> promise. It's I will if I sit like this at my desk, my jeans will be wet if I'm shirtless because I just fucking drip. This is kind of a gross. There's like a <laughs> This is kind of gross. <laughs> this is kind of gross. <laughs> it's a leaky faucet. Dude, it's fucked up. Um So yeah, you notice I, I wear a lot of like black. It's not because I'm fucking goth. Or whatever. It's because I can't. <laughs> it's because I can't wear other colors. A gray t-shirt? 
is the death of me. That's so like, funny. My worst nightmare is if you go, David, here's a gray t-shirt. And if it's even slightly warm out, if it's 85 and you're like, David, go spend some time. Go spend four hours outside in this gray t-shirt. Four? Jesus. I feel like you only need like 30 minutes for it to be like. Oh, no. It's it's like a, it's like, yeah, after like hour, like two, I'm completely, I'm completely saturated. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's fun. So it's, it's uh what's it called season? Um, what did you call it? Award season. Award season. Award season. Last night was the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't watch a lick of it, but I didn't watch a fucking. It was actually on Sunday night. Oh, but Sunday night. I guess what so, so Margot. Uh, what was the whole thing? Margot Robbie didn't win or something. Yeah, but I don't for know. what? For what? Barbie. But I thought Golden Globes was television. It's everything. Golden Globes have like double the amount of categories as other award shows. It's very blanket. So like, you can win an Oscar and a Golden Globe for the same movie? Yes. Yeah. So Keegan's saying that the Golden Globes are a good indicator for what the Oscars are going to be. Do people care about the Golden Globes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. More and more every year. Do people care about any award shows? Yeah, I personally people, don't. People care about the Golden Globes. Do people it's care about? I don't think they care about. I, do you care about anything? Like, do you care about anything at all? <laughs> or do you? I mean, do you care about any of the award shows, like Grammys? I mean, sometimes it's kind of like, oh, okay, cool. But like, hey, pipe down. All right, this is our podcast. We'll <laughs> we'll have the opinions here. But like, thank you, you for the t-shirts. <laughs> do you care? Yeah, I like the award shows. They're fun. How about game shows? You like game shows? There's this new game show that like just came out like this week. I was watching a trailer for it because my mom, all she does is like Family Feud and other game shows and Fuck. shit after like 7 p.m. or Naked and Afraid, which is also kind of a game show if you think about it. It is a game show. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, it's a little bit. It's like yeah. a. It's I mean, like I, a, I was talking about. You know, yeah, like, like like Steve Harvey's the host. There's, no, okay, so there's a new game show that Rob, Terry, let me guess, Terry Crews is the host. No, Rob Lowe. And, oh shit! <laughs> and it's called The Floor, and it's kind of fucking cool. So the contestants that play play for the whole season. There's like 50 people, and they're on a grid, and each of them have a self-chosen expertise in like that category of like trivia. So it could be like tools. Yours could be Carhartt beanies. Mine could be coffee. Uh, I like tools as a category. That's, for what your the first, that's what the first one was that I watched. And get this the lady knew fucking nothing about tools. It was so funny. But then, like, you have to choose one of your neighbors to compete with. And then uh, you have to, like, pretty much, like, compete they like flash pictures of it on the screen and whoever answers more questions like buys themselves more time at the podium and then like you just eliminate players and it was actually fucking sick i'm not gonna lie that sounds like chat gpt came up with that fucking game they probably did bro i just i fucking love like family feud and all that shit i don't mind (laughs) uh game shows but i'm i'm sick of singing game shows 
like, what, like the, the mask singer, the voice, the yeah. X Factor, American Idol. I and didn't then they realize also... that Masked Singer became like the number one show in America. And, and I was like, now oh, okay. there's one. This where is not good. It's the relatives of famous people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, hey, you know this guy that you guys like? Well, here's his third cousin singing fucking Crazy Train. So that's uh, that's where we're at as a society. But every, for every moment that I'm like, holy shit, like there's nothing good out. I'm always, I'm always struck down. I'm never ceased. I'm never, I've never ceased to be amazed. I'm never ceased to be amazed. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. Doing well. I'm doing good. I, there's a lot of really cool, uh, art. Generally, but movies specifically that have come out in the past year, which is interesting because the writing strike was happening. Obviously, like a movie doesn't come out fucking four months after someone sparks an idea, it's years in the making. But I feel like 2023 was a big year for great movies. Obviously, we got Barbenheimer. Barbie, I never actually saw Barbie, um, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. Not even just as like a kid's movie, just like as a movie as a whole. Apparently, it's very good. I'm sure lots of you would agree. Oppenheimer. I did see Oppenheimer. That movie blew my socks off. <laughs> blew my fucking socks off. Loved Damn, that Damn, you're a cock tease, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take my socks off. Um, then, fuck, what was it called? Uh, well, I, I will say the new Godzilla movie. Fucking best Godzilla to come out. In a minute. Um, what was the other movie? I wrote it down. Oh, shit. It's on my laptop. Iron Claw. Iron Claw. You saw it? I, Colin saw it. Iron Claw. It's with um, Zac Efron and the homie from The Bear. Jeremy what? Allen White. Yeah. And apparently it's very good. Apparently it's a heart wrencher. Um, definitely should check it out. Saltburn came out. A lot of people are fucking really, really stoked on Saltburn. Again, you saw it. Apparently a pretty heavy movie. It's just fun, bro. It's, it's okay. crazy. It's, uh, it's, it's craziness, for it's like sure. It's thick. There's like something to chew on there. Yeah. You know? There, it's not just for like... For sure. It's not like the it's Masked not Singer. Van- it's not vanilla. I'll tell you that. Yeah. It's fucking... It is a crazy ride, that movie. Yeah. It's not the Masked Singer, this like easy-watching thing. Um, There's just a lot of really cool movies that have come out. For those of you that have seen Saltburn, you'll think this is kind of funny. I got a text from my mother at about 9 p.m., which is midnight on the East Coast. So she she was up at midnight. She texts my sister and I go, <laughs> goes, just watch Saltburn. I didn't care for it. Now, I won't spoil it because we're still fresh out of that movie coming out. But if you've seen Saltburn... <laughs> The idea of your mother watching it alone at midnight is all fucking hilarious. Um, see, I can't. I can't even. I've Dude, yeah, you got to see it. Just because everybody's like going crazy about it, but it is genuinely. There's great things about that movie. The I can't say enough about the cinematography. Like everybody's focusing on like the crazy shit in that movie, but the composition of each shot is so fucking sick. Like. You could take stills from that movie and it would be an an amazing like uh series of like photography. 
just like the still shots from throughout the whole movie. It's hmm. so well composed. What the fuck did I just see? I saw a preview for some I think it was an action movie and it was shot very uh not Paul Thomas Anderson. Symmetrical guy. Why Wes am I Anderson? Yeah, Wes Anderson. Sorry. It was shot very much in Wes Anderson Ask. I can't really remember. This is yet to come out? Yeah, I thought I saw a preview before Godzilla. Fuck. I don't know. There's uh, your suggestion, everybody, since I can't remember the fucking name of it. But yeah, dude, I was thinking about... Can I have a sip of your tea? Yeah. Let me have a little sip here to fuel my thought. Um, Other good movies. Uh, The Killer was fucking sick. You should see that. You'll like that. Um... Poor Things was really, really good. Keegan, any others? You see a lot of movies. What else did you like from this year? Yeah. Remember? Nah, oh, nah, did nah. anybody see Keegan? You can answer this too if you'd like. Uh, did anybody see Past Lives? I want to see that. Oh, oh, The Holdovers. I haven't seen that yet either. Those two. Those two are movies I really want to see. Yes, I was just oh, going to say Dream Scenario. Oh, that looks fucking sick, dude. Yeah. Dream Scenario. Yeah, I've heard that's really amazing, too. Like, the fact that There's we can list... a lot of crazy good movies. The fact that we can make this list, and we're like, oh, and this one, and this one, and this one. For so many... I feel like for a while, I've been like, fuck, dude, there's no good movies out. I could be wrong. I could be an idiot. But I feel like I've been in the theaters more this year, watching a movie that I felt really good about. I feel like more there's times. always been good movies, but they kind of flew under the radar. Oh, the, yeah, the new Spider Man animated really John. I didn't see it. The first one was way better. I didn't see Bo is Afraid either. Asteroid City good. was all right. That was good. Bo is Afraid is apparently very, very good. Shocking, shocking movie that I enjoyed this year. Only because it's big IP. Maybe my two big IP picks. Guardians 3 was awesome. Guardians 3 was so good. That was the only good Marvel movie in like four years, yeah. bro. Like yeah. And I really like Hunger Games. I didn't see I didn't it. See the new Hunger that's Games. the one that the prequel, right? Of the first Hunger Games, that John? Uh Justine just texted me and said it reminds me of the creator. I was gonna say the creator. Uh that was a really good one too. But okay, I don't want to just sit here and list a bunch of movies. Yeah. Uh that's fucking point, I have a prediction of the Oscars, but you know. Uh I think Oppenheimer is gonna sweep. Yeah, no fucking shit. Right. But I have to say it's a prediction. I can't say it like it's fact, like you. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed, but something I do on a pretty <laughs> regular basis is say opinions as if they're facts. However, I think it's a disappointing thing. I do think that that's what's going to happen. And I do think that like Killian Murphy deserves it. I think that there's... Uh, I think Emily Blunt deserves it. Her performance was sick. I think that... Uh, Christopher Nolan, like best director, easily like best picture. I don't disagree that Oppenheimer is all of these things, 
But it's disappointing because this year is one of those years that has so many good movies that I feel like are going to be overlooked because Oppenheimer is just this fucking behemoth. I was talking about this last night, and I almost wish that Oppenheimer didn't come out the same year as all these other movies because it would be interesting to see these other movies get dissected a little bit more by the voters in the Academy. Because I feel like it's so easy to just predict that Oppenheimer is going to rip it up. Like I said about, like, I, I think the cinematography in Saltburn is as good as the cinematography in Oppenheimer. Like, Oppenheimer is obviously very visually stunning. But, like, I didn't leave Oppenheimer going, like, each shot was composed so beautifully. Like, I think, uh, so... You know, I just, I uh, I brought up in this conversation I was having with these folks, uh, 2012 or 2013 was the year that, like, um, Wolf of Wall Street and American Hustle and a few other really good movies that were all gunning for Best Picture came out. And I remember specifically that year, it was like, holy shit, there's, like, a lot. I think 12 Years a Slave was also that year. Um and it was just like so many good and diverse movies came out that were about the same tier on a lot of people's lists. And I almost wish that that was what we were going to get to see this year. But I just feel like Oppenheimer's going to take it all. Here's and why. And again, it deserves it. Here's why. This is why it's a little bit disappointing. I agree. I think it deserves it. I think it's a fantastic movie. The thing is, is that it's a fantastic movie. Coupled with the cultural significance of it being historical, coupled with the historical cultural significance of, although it's silly, Barbenheimer. Like, when you have a cultural event like Barbenheimer, everyone's going to see Barbie and Oppenheimer at the same time. There's so much hype behind it. Even if you try and separate that from your judgment of the movie, I think it influences the general public's opinion of something. So you have this behemoth of a movie because it's Christopher Nolan and this stacked fucking cast and also a behemoth of the movie because of the topic and the cultural significance of it. It It's like when Kendrick drops an album and it sweeps at least the hip-hop section. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. like, no shit. Yeah. No. Oh, Kendrick. Oh, I wonder who's gonna win the Grammy this year. One hundred. No, yeah. like, it's That's like a, okay. absolutely, hundred um, percent. But my original thing that I wanted to talk about before we listed off seventeen thousand movies <laughs> was you and I had a conversation a while ago about being on the brink of a new renaissance mm -hmm. and how art right now I think is getting really good. And I remember I had a conversation back in 2018, maybe, 2019, 2020, definitely 2020 I had this conversation. And it was about all how the world felt very uncertain and a little fucked up. And In 2020, really? A little bit. It seemed a little iffy there. And someone told me, yeah, well, at least we're going to get good art out of it. And I was like... Yeah, that's true. And I didn't really think about it until right now. Because you think about the the timeline in which a movie 
specifically a movie or even albums or anything, a large art project, how long it really takes to go from the very first thought to the end production. It just takes a very long time. I think right now, in 2023, coming into 2024, I feel like we're starting to get a lot of this artwork that has been born out of uh, tough times. And I think tough times do does make really cool art. Um, so I think it's, what's up? Oh, let's take a little quick little commercial break. We good? So I think art, uh, it takes a long time. What was it? Fuck. Oh, the Renaissance thing. So I think we're on this brink of a new Renaissance-esque thing. I know a lot of people have been talking about that. I've heard that in the zeitgeist or whatever from people, not just us, but the way we brought it up and the way we were talking about it, which I thought was very interesting, was we were using the argument of truth. And we were talking about how in a world where there's such there's so little things that we can fully trust, art is the only thing that you can trust. Let me dive a little deeper. So basically, we live in a world where at least when I see anything, I see any headline, I see any, even video at this point with a lot of deep fake AI stuff, I'm instantly skeptical of its authenticity and if it's true or not. Instantly. So it's very difficult for me to listen to anything or see anything or hear anything without being like, that could be true, but it also could be a complete lie. My sense of what is true and what's not is not skewed. It's like obscure. It's like I live in this world of like, eh, it might be true. It might be not. I have no idea. Or right? both. Or both. Or, for some fucking reason. Or both. Right. I'll yeah. give you a concrete example so I can be very specific. If you see a fucking political headline that says this is happening in this country and it's this person's fault. If you don't go, well, who? What's what's your leaning standpoint? What are you? What are you trying to get? What like? What are you trying to get at here? What trying to net? What kind of narrative are you trying to push? If you don't think that, you're not. You know, you got to think that kind of that way. So because everything is so abstract and we can't trust a lot of what we see online and in the real world and all of that, the only thing that you can trust is art. Because art is subjective. And the only truth that matters with art is how you think about it and how you feel about it. So when that is the thing, when the world is so uncertain, there's so much non-truth out there or uncertainty out there, the only thing that people will seek comfort in is art. And I think we're going to get a lot of cool stuff in the next like five years. Ditto. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that there was, there's this sort of obvious intention with, uh, Oh no. Hello. 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 Let's hope that fucking recorded. Oh my God. (laughs) I've been looking at it. Whatever. We'll find out in a minute. I think you're good. We'll see. 
Um, there's this obvious intention. There's this obvious intention with uh, technology where it's like its improvement is supposed to make us all smarter, especially like in this information age. And we all have the our phones, which plugs us into limitless information at all times, which should make everybody kind of on an equal playing field, like kind of a genius in essence, because you have access to all this information and you should be able to use it. And all it did was get diluted by a million different points of view to the point where you can't really, like you said, trust anything that you are absorbing because there's always an equal amount of things to refute it, even fact. You know what I mean? It's not just subjective things. It's like you gave like a political example, but science too. It's like True. there is nothing that you can be 100% certain of as far as all of the information that we have access to. Almonds could be good for you or they could cause cancer. There's articles for both. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as far as art goes, I agree with that 100%. I also, I think there's a part of it that I think about a lot, which is um, kind of the scarcity of human purpose, uh, which is a really elegant way of saying, like, fucking all of our jobs are going to be automated more and more every single fucking year. And um, True. But humans aren't going to cease to exist because of that. And we're going to need to fucking do something with everybody. You know what I mean? Like, and if, uh, if job scarcity becomes a real issue, we're going to have to figure that out. But I think from the chaos of that whole fucking horrible mess that we're going to have to deal with in the next 50 years, probably, uh, is going to be a lot of like artists, like, the one thing that humans will have left that they will be the best at doing is creating things. Uh, I don't know, dude. I was playing with fucking being image creator today. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. No, 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 no. I was, I was, I was, yeah, I agree. I mean, I agree. I think. But also humans don't, if you say Bing image creator made this, nobody gives a fuck that uh, at what it is. It could be amazing. But the fact that like a machine built it, it's like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? But you also have to. But if a human creates that, there's a story there that somebody passionate put into it, and that makes us enjoy the art even further. If something is just computer generated, there's not a lot of audience for it. You also have to remember that this computer is not generating the prompts for these art. This piece of art, like, mm-hmm. I mean, there is. You have to put something in, right? You have to say, you know, penguin fucking themselves with a dildo right and then that draws the penguin fucking themselves with a dildo like a computer could not think of that i promise did you uh maybe i saw this thing a while back that they let an ai play the first zelda game or the first pokemon game yeah and uh the i guess in the first pokemon game like the first gym is like right as you get let out into the open world okay so it took it an obscene amount of hours to win the first gym. And then I guess they are like, they're able to like speed up the game because it's just a computer playing it. So it doesn't have to equate to actual hours, but it took some insane amount of hours, like hundreds, thousands. I don't know what 
and it never found the second gym in the open world of the first Pokemon game. Like, wow. Are you sure that's yeah. truthful? Yeah. So it's really? like when they're like fully on their own, they're not that smart yet. It just that seems stupid. That seems not right. Yeah, I you, don't know. It's crazy. Uh, that seems not right. You think it would just be able to be like, okay, only make right turns, and we'll figure it out eventually. Like, but wow, huh? Yeah, because I feel like AI solves like maps all the time, or like mazes. I don't know, but it's not really a maze. No, it's just like an open world. 8-bit fucking dungeon crawler kind of thing, you know? Interesting. It is interesting. Anywho. Yeah. Uh, what a tangent. Fuck. But yeah, I don't know. I like. I think maybe also part of this is like things look so bleak sometimes that this is like the one bit of positivity that my brain you mean tries like your to, outfit? Tries to latch onto. I We're wearing very close to the same thing. No, dude, right? I'm, I'm wearing a hoodie. I said that Carl looks like the main character of a sad movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's super fucking true. Whatever. Look at this guy, Manchester by the Sea. Anyway, um, yeah, what uh, you were talking about? Um, I was saying, no, 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 no. Renaissance, AI. Oh yeah, AI. Uh, uh, yes. Babe. I feel like we've talked about this, and I feel like everybody talks about it, but it's fun. Uh, is it? It's a little scary. What were you, <laughs> what were you gonna say? I, I don't remember. It's it's gone. Maybe if I had an AI robot that could scan my memories. Ooh, Never would like, you get microchipped? We've talked about this. I did. I would. I mean, like. Um, I probably would. I probably would get microchipped. Neuralink. I would. I don't I think you, I would. I know you fucking I think I'd rather die stupid. I, I don't think it's as... Okay. I don't think Neuralink is purely like, okay, the internet is now just in your brain. I don't think it's like that. I don't trust it. It's evil, bro. What do you trust? Do you trust anything? No. Peanut butter? Yeah, I trust peanut butter. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna do a quick little music suggestion here. I'm gonna do a quick little music suggestion. So, oh, okay. This is a two-parter. This is a two-parter. Actually, I'll save this for the next episode. I'll give you my music. Do you have a music suggestion today? I can, I can throw one together. That's for sure. Uh, I'm going to save the other part for the next episode. So tune in to hear my thoughts on an unknown topic that you guys don't know about. Um, my music suggestion for this week is this band called the thing. Uh, they are an LA based band, I believe. Let me just double check that. Nope. Just kidding. They're from New York city. Um, the thing based out of New York city, uh, they have this song called Neptune N E P T U N N E. Is that how you spell regular? Is that how you spell Neptune? Or is that like a special little spelling? Like N E P T U N E. Yeah. That's how you spell Neptune. It is. Is it, it's with two N's. 
Oh, N-N? Yeah. So they, said, okay, oh, they, oh, split, they spelled Neptune with two N's. Anyway, doesn't fucking matter. Sick fucking song. Little psych rock, uh, driving drums. Pretty small band in the grand scheme of things. Um, 45,000 monthly listeners. Um, selfishly, the reason I found these guys is I was trying to find shows in LA and people to open for. So guess what? Guys, I just I just tagged you on Instagram. Let me know. Um, so yeah, definitely go check out check out those guys uh, if you're into. It kind of reminded me of like a Radiohead, like a older Radiohead, like heavier rock stuff, but still with the trippy. Um, also, the vocals are like chanty, so it's got that like psych rock chant kind of thing going on. Dope, good stuff, good stuff. That's cool. Um, my suggestion is a little lame, but it's fine. What's your? Because lame? I've never heard this album. What's before? your lame, stupid suggestion? It's this little-known band called MGMT. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never li- really listened to MGMT at all. If I'm being honest with you, like I've obviously I've heard the fucking songs. All right, everybody, calm down. I know, but they, they do. Bam, 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 kids, yeah. Bam. That was Ooh. them. Oh, M83. I'm thinking of M83. What do they do? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, but sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, their album from 2007, Oracular Spectacular, okay. uh, which Kids is on, and so is a Electric Feel, but I've never listened to the album before because I think just those songs kind of uh, cast a shadow over the whole album. But yeah. there's other songs on that album. In case you didn't know. And they're really fucking good. And sick. And awesome. So, uh, not so much a suggestion. Because people probably already have listened to it. But I listened to it for the first time recently. And it was sick. Do you want to hear something fucking hilarious to me? Sure. You know how one time we made playlists for each other's music taste? In efforts to make fun of each other? Yeah. I put MGMT all over your playlist and you got mad. You're like, I don't like fucking MGMT. They fucking suck. Fuck that. That's not the kind of music I like. I uh specifically that album. I uh <laughs> I saw MGMT live once a while back and I was not entertained, so maybe that's why I was angry about it. I don't know. Um Oh, look how we have come around. But also, like, that's not like a quintessential band. Like, you were making jokes, like, the whole point was to make a joke of things that, like, yeah, that, like, you, you like. actually listened to. No. But I've never listened to MGMT. No, it wasn't. We made a we made a playlist for our friend Colin, who we think has bad he music taste. He listens to all of that stuff. We dude. put Pentatonic's Christmas album on it. He loves it. He loves it, dude. He loves he Imagine. Loves Everybody tag Colin 100 100 and to ask him about his favorite band, Imagine yeah, Dragons. Actually, for real, that is a fucking great idea. Everybody, everybody, bully at Colin 100 100. DM him multiple links of uh, Pompeii by Bastille. Yeah. He, <laughs> he really loves likes, that song. He, he really loves that, likes song. that song. Please, everybody. I know there's not a ton of you, but we would appreciate it. All right. Love you. Goodbye. See you next week. Have a lovely day. Keegan, thank you for the t-shirts. Uh,
I'll put it on. I got a lot of layers on. Uh, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of layers. All right, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>